sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars. As if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. podcast. This is the Topanguin podcast. So happy you're here. And if you are new, welcome to this spiritual community. Glad, (laughs) glad that you're here. I hope you checked out last week's episode because it was a really powerful, beautiful one. Um, If you haven't, have a listen, listen through to the end. There's a lot of information in there. I know it's really dense, but I think it's so important to, um, to hear and to know the importance and the magic and the beauty of water and how much optimizing our water can really change our life and change the lives of everyone on a global scale. So that episode is really powerful and um, I don't think I've ever said this about other episodes but if you could share that episode on your on any of your social channels that would be really beautiful. I just really believe in the message and the power and potency of it. It's something that I'm going to continue to work on, hopefully in the future, work on a documentary or something of that nature. It's been beautiful information for one of my scripts that I've been writing. So um, I just value it so much. So I just want everyone to check it out and hear and to hear beautiful Isabel friends guidance information wealth of knowledge and it'll just make you see water in a completely different magical mystical way and really look at your water source in a completely different way than you are at the moment hopefully so yeah check it out um also if you are liking this podcast if you are um coming here and just joining in on this community on this desert loving moon loving community it would be awesome to get some ratings and reviews on itunes it just really helps people find the podcast and i would be so so grateful for that um you can even take a screen grab send it to me email me it would just be beautiful support so if you feel inclined if you're loving this content then go rate and review and that would be a beautiful exchange of energy and it really does help me out and it also helps me see who is tuning into the podcast where they're coming from um and I just always love to know and hear more from this community because it is something I cherish and love so much so yeah that'd be awesome okay so today's episode well before we get into today's episode which is really all about the gentle thoughts to ease your anxiety so I have some rituals for you to ease anxiety um and your 
possibly lack of clarity. I know I've been really feeling that. And also tapping into that North Star. What is that North Star? And how is that North Star going to guide you into a path of clarity um, and away from maybe some anxiousness that you're feeling in this winter season, depending on where you are in the world, because you may be experiencing a different season. But if you are in the Northern Hemisphere experiencing winter, um, I'm in Canada, but I know a lot of people have a sense that this podcast is somewhere in the desert in (laughs) California, which don't worry, it's going to happen one day. Um, I always love to give that energy. And I think that no matter where you are in the world, especially with more travel restrictions at this time, you can imagine and feel and create spaces that feel like where you want to be and actually find the beauty in where you are currently. And that's going to be a huge theme and topic of today's podcast episode for you. But yes, if you are in the winter season, we just celebrated something called um, Imbolc. Is it Imbolc? Yes. So um, I thought that it was a really cool uh, holiday celebration that I've never heard of before, but definitely something that would Um, you on this podcast would be probably into if you're into spiritual content and mysticism and I kind of have a connection to it because my partner is Irish so it kind of originates from um, Celtic lore but I'm reading this from the uh, history channels history.com topics on in bulk And it is a pagan holiday celebrated from February 1st through sundown, February 2nd, so that's just two days ago. Based on Celtic tradition, Imbolc was meant to mark the halfway point between winter solstice and the spring equinox in Neolithic Ireland and Scotland. The holiday is celebrated by Wiccans and other practitioners of neo-pagan or pagan-influenced regions. Imbolc is just one of several pre-Christian holidays highlighting some of the aspects of winter and sunlight and heralding the change of seasons. So that directly comes from history.com. The origins of Imbolc um, dates back to the pre-Christian era in the British Isles. The early mentions of Imbolc I really hope I'm saying that right, (laughs) is in Irish literature date back to the 10th century. Poetry from that time relates the holiday to ewes' milk with the implication of purification. Um, The Imbolc celebrations took the form of a festival in honor of the pagan goddess Bridget, who was evoked in fertility rites and oversaw poetry, crafts, and prophecy. Bridget was worshipped by the Philid, a class of poets and historians among the Celts of ancient Ireland and Britain. So I thought that was some really cool information about this um, winter holiday celebration. And I also love the idea of celebrating in the middle of this season. It can be difficult for some people. And I know that um, the majority of this podcast episode today was based off of my feelings of anxiousness and insecurity, um, lack of clarity that crept up 
in this winter season, um, just not having that sunlight and that inspiration and really finding my own ways to ease that anxiety, bring more clarity into my life and remember my North Star and remember the direction that I'm going in and also finding ways um, to really cherish and live in the moment and be here now. So we're going to get into all of those topics today. Another cool thing that's happening. So I'm currently out in a cabin cottage, if you will, (laughs) um, in the country lake region of Ontario. And it's been really beautiful to spend this time in nature, going on winter walks. I've been talking about this a lot on the podcast, but I'm still here. I'm still enjoying my beautiful cabin life. And we've been noticing so many birds. And recently, only the last two days, actually, interestingly enough, around February 1st, which was in bulk, we saw cardinals. And I think it's just such a beautiful message, especially in this February month. This month always feels like the love month. I've always loved February, even though the beginning of this February really um, felt anxious and more, you know, I've had more kind of lower feelings in the beginning of this month and I'm going to get into why that is and moving through it and some of my rituals for it. But I've always loved this month, never really a fan of January, but I'm trying to find ways to love every moment and every month for its own reasons. But even though for so many years, because, you know, February, everyone always thinks of Valentine's Day, love month. Um, I love that it's Aquarius season. I've always been really connected to Aquarius. I'm a Gemini. I love air signs. I love the just inventiveness and the forward thinking of an Aquarius. And in this season, I'm always kind of in that zone and, and feeling those vibrations of what it feels like to have those Aquarius qualities. So I've always loved this month for that. And... I've just always loved celebrating love and even if it's just with on my own and this year I'm going to be celebrating it with a partner which is so new to me and then you'll get to hear my whole love story next week on the podcast which is going to be really fun so you'll want to check that out if you've been following my journey you can even go back to one of the very, very first episodes, actually start with the first episode of Topanga Moon and you'll hear kind of my journey and some love rituals, rites of passage that came through on that road trip, on that camper van trip, and then go into my solo journey in Croatia where a lot of the work um, that I did to find more self-love and worthiness and acceptance Um, and flow within my own desire for a partner in a relationship. Um, But I'm going to get into the whole kind of mystical story and um, share some details, not all details, but that'll be the Valentine's episode, which will be next week. And it'll be a look into um, what my love life is like now and the love that I found and I'm just going to tell you now, so much of it is based off of self-love. At the end of the day, that's really the most important thing, finding love within yourself and finding that 
first and foremost before connecting i mean connecting with a partner is so beautiful and so valid but i'll get into all of that next week but the cardinals do have a connection to that because i am with my partner right now in this cabin and um it's been beautiful in an amazing way to spend these winter months i feel really grateful and just just happy and 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 content and um finding our groove but the cardinals represent devotion loving relationships courtship monogamy above everything else in the native american lore while some tribes thought cardinals to be the harbinger of rain others tribes uh, associated good fortune and sun with them so cardinals devotion love relationship courtship uh, we see a male and a female cardinal around in the last couple days and it's just been such a beautiful symbol and just I love seeing these synchronicities come in and you can really do that when you're surrounded by nature and going with the rhythms of nature and just more tuned with your natural surroundings so that that is really beautiful and i'll share more about that next week but let's get back into today's podcast episode which is creating gentle thoughts to ease your anxiety any lack of clarity and how to find your north star i think this is so important especially right now um with just so much noise and so much internal work that we get to do and especially we're in mercury retrograde so things are slowing down and we're having moments to really contemplate but I know for me and I don't know how everybody else has been feeling but these feelings of anxiety have been creeping through because of projects I want to pursue creative pursuits um financial stability and security so many things whirling around with uh, my work and my finances and this feeling of just not having enough time or just you know being late to the game or needing things to happen now and not having the patience so there's anxiety creeping in thinking I'm running out of time I'm running out of time so if anyone can relate I would love to hear from you. Let's chat about this topic and why you think this is coming up for you at this time. I know that this is the five year and the five year represents movement and momentum and wanting to get things done and charging forward. So I think a lot of that has to do with this feeling of like, I'm running out of time. I need to create all my projects. Um, I have so many projects on the go. Which one do I focus on? Which one is working? You know, all of those ideas. Um, So that's been really kind of on my mind and just feelings of, well, what what did I say the other day? It was like, I feel like out of balance, not balanced, not grounded. Um, My mind has been running and really it's only the pressures that I put upon myself of what I want to create what I want to do in the world, the projects I want to start and get moving on. And it's funny because I have all these desires to create all these things, but really we're still in a time of slow movement, especially during the retrograde, especially during this, you know, pandemic stay at home order where we're still 
in this moment of not being able to do our full forward movements. So how can we find grace in that and just more acceptance and the more feelings of how can I be happy now instead of trying to chase after something that I think will make me happy in the future. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And all of it has to do with, you know, career related pursuits and wanting to be more established, more accomplished, um, have financial freedom and flow coming through on a more consistent basis. But really, it's my mind and my ego trying to control the current situation instead of just allowing the universe to flow and guide me to the next place. And um, also just following my North Star and not having to know all the little details in between and enjoying where I'm at at the moment. You know, Um, I would say a couple years ago or for a really long time, this was my this is what I was trying to manifest, like spending time in the woods and in cabin with, you know, with my, with my love and it's all happening right now. And it just goes to show that, you know, no external forces are ever truly going to give you a sustained sense of happiness because that all comes from within everything that we're seeking outside of us is really within us. So it's this, belief that I'll be happy when which really is not the truth of course you're going to find moments of happiness and I have total gratitude and happiness for my current state but it's always fleeting because you're going to be looking for the next pursuit and wanting to accomplish the next goal and so on and so on and so on trying to fill your soul up and fill your energy up with all of these things these external validations that you think are going to make you happy when really the irony of it all and the true lesson of spirituality from spiritual masters is the happiness has to come from within because you're never going to be able to sustain a happy state a joyful state if you're relying on external forces that can shift at all moments because you don't have control full control over everything that is happening around you but you have control over how you feel about it how you perceive it how you experience it and that all comes from within um just like in the podcast last week when we talked about water what we do to our waters we do to ourselves what we're doing on the internal landscape we do on the external landscape everything is a microcosm of the macrocosm and the same with our joy and our happiness. The ironic truth is that when you want to experience more happiness and more abundance and more just joy and pure, you know, moments of bliss and creation, you have to start by experiencing that and opening your heart on the inside first. Um, it's creating that first and then experiencing it on the outside then it's all a bonus but what we're led to believe and this is through our programming is that we experience happiness when we attain all of these check marks all of these things and that can lead to you know momentary bliss and I've definitely had those experiences but then you're always left with wanting more so how can we ease our anxiety by finding 
what we're grateful for in the moment, the things that we have right now, um, and just experiencing joy for the sake of experiencing joy. So how can we find happiness and ease that sense of anxiety of needing and accomplishing and um, arriving and and really just find it within this moment. So my first way in helping you to maybe ease anxiety, and there's different spectrums of anxiety that you may be feeling, and the the one that I'm just basically focusing on is just feelings of unease, feelings of being unsettled and not feeling, um, you know, the joy that you could be feeling in the moment. So write it all down, journal it out, write down what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. And just really be honest with yourself and what you think these feelings are coming from and pinpoint Maybe it's just like a general, and that's okay because we're humans, so we're going to be feeling different things. I mean, even a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was on my, you know, about to get my period. And of course, my hormones are, you know, in a different balance. And I'm going to feel those feelings like I do every single month. It always happens. (laughs) And having grace and just love for yourself in that moment but write it all down, put it all out there. Um, Because I know for me, the anxiety feels like it's like rising up in my chest or in my, um, in my gut area, usually in my, um, I guess that's your solar plexus of this like dominant need to get things done and need to do things. And, um, but if you can put it all out on paper and write everything down, it could ease you from having it all stuck in your mind. So let it all out, journal it out, whatever you need to do. Um, what else did I, okay, another thing, this idea of be here now, Ram Dass. So write down what you're grateful for in your mind. Can you sit and contemplate, okay, what is really beautiful in this moment right now? How can I be here now? And that's just stopping your thoughts for a moment to acknowledge what you see around you. And there's always something to be grateful for. And there's always something to find joy in. So be here now. How can we be here now? So let's celebrate the now. Let's, you know, because really time is an illusion. It's we just perceive it as being linear, but it's not. Um, And a lot of our anxiety comes from living in our future. So fear comes from living in our past. Anxiety comes from living in our future. If we're here now, if we're celebrating the now, and all we have is the now moments, now moment to the next now moment to the next now moment, let's celebrate now. How, what is really happening in this now moment? So for me right now, all is well. I am speaking to you all through this beautiful podcast channel and I'm sitting down with a beautiful abundance candle that I make through Topanga Moon and I'm drinking um, a really nice coffee and I pulled a tarot card and I have my notes and I'm uh, looking out the window to this beautiful snowy landscape and being here now feeling just so much peace and serenity and just 
being here now. And another way for you to start to ease this anxiety and really surrender and and be here now is leave your socials alone. This is one that I struggle with and I continuously have a, you know, love-hate relationship with. But how can you just for the day, for the moment, not go on social media, um, not plug in, leave technology because usually technology is a source of our anxiety and feelings of needing to get things done and comparison and all those things and go outside or even just imagining being outside and just let it all go. And I know I feel so much better when I decide, okay, for the day, I'm just not even going to look at my phone. I'm not going to touch my phone. I'm going to be in this moment. I'm going to be in this reality right now that I'm currently physically in. I'm going to go out in nature and go for a walk and really listen to the birds and just look at the sunset or just smell that fresh winter air. Let it go through my lungs. Let it be a meditative practice. And that grounds me to the present, connecting with our mother nature, you know, this beautiful world that we are in right now, grounding you to that source, the source of everything. And that lets you be still and that lets you to be here now. And even if you can't get out in nature, maybe you're in a city, maybe you're in a condo, that's totally okay. I would suggest putting on some sort of uh, maybe just like a recording of nature sounds, closing your eyes, maybe making some tea, and just visualizing yourself in your favorite place in nature. Slowing the breath. The breath is so beautiful and so important. Breathing in, breathing out, slowly and specifically and seeing yourself really seeing yourself in that place in nature you love so much for me it would be you know obviously going to the desert so what does it feel like to walk amongst the cacti and uh, the cholas and the joshua trees and what does it feel like to um, walk a dusty path and how does the sun feel on my face And just really take in and visualize that beautiful surrounding. It'll transport you to the now, um, in the imagined now. And you can just feel more of a sense of peace and belonging and connection. All right, and this goes into my, you know, ritual to ease anxiety, which is doing that imaginative meditation and putting yourself and maybe even it is listening to a meditation but putting yourself in that spot in nature that you love so much transporting yourself there and then you can also visualize your higher self coming through or your magnetic self the self that is at peace with no anxiety and just simply ask what is this anxiety here to teach me why am I feeling this way? 
and listen for the answer. And maybe it is something that will lead you down a really beautiful path of healing or, or, or surrender in that moment. Or you can just walk with your higher self and see how they move, see how they experience their world around them and feel that energy. You can even merge that higher self with yourself and feel that energy of peace and tranquility and watch as your anxiety dissipates. And in that moment, in that one moment, you can feel grounded and connected to the divine. So that would be my ritual. So if you're wanting to find clarity, um, and I know for me a lot of the feelings of anxiety come from not feeling clear, (laughs) not having the clarity, what is my next move? Um, Once again, living in the future, anxiety comes from worrying about the future. So you can do that same meditation and ask your higher self, what do I need to be clear on right now? You can journal it out. All of your feelings, everything that you feel just scattered with, or maybe some sort of clarity will come through when you're just free writing or talking to your soul. Clarity comes from creating a really beautiful grounded space without any distractions and tapping into our soul's truth. Commune with your soul. Talk to your soul. See what it has to tell you. I know that a lot of the times when I try to find clarity within my meditations, there's also if anyone is a part of the to be magnetic portal and all of those workshops, there is a clarity um, deep imagining there that you can do. And I do that one often when I'm feeling really unsettled and unclear and I need some clarity within that moment with whatever subject it is that I feel like I need clarity on. And in the meditation, it's just, you know, asking, asking your um, higher self, your magnetic self, of, as they say, for some clarity and just allowing the answer to come through and just trusting whatever it is in that moment. So what is that answer that's showing up for you? A lot of the times when I'm in that meditative state and I ask the question and it's always right go right do more writing (laughs) and that always bothers me that answer because I'm like oh but I'm doing it why does it feel like it's not happening you know and that's because I'm not finding the joy within the process I'm waiting for that shiny and gold to come to feel satisfied and complete and content and clear but let clarity be your north star let the process guide you and let you feel more grounded and secure within whatever it is that you came here to create um clarity is a really beautiful thing but allowing life's mysteries to also play a part in your life 
will lead you down paths that you could never ever imagine. So letting that kind of gate be open a little bit more. Yes, it's beautiful to be clear on your visions because it's hard to manifest if you don't know what you want to manifest. But at the same time, having that sense of wonder, opening up to the mystery, and kind of knowing that if you're if we're all being guided by a divine force and if we have our guidance team, if we're connected to soul, then we can have as much mental clarity as we like, but there is something beyond that's going to be guiding our lives and it's going to come in through synchronicities through those powerful moments of now and just through magical moments when we're just enjoying life and just being open to seeing what happens next clarity is great but have the surrender as well and the openness to whatever is being presented in front of you because it could be something totally different that you're not expecting and lead you down a path that's even more beautiful than you can ever imagine Um, a writer that I'm really loving right now is Michael Singer he did the untethered soul and the surrender experiment and he speaks a lot about this about this opening of your heart and being willing to have you know no real preferences on what's happening but letting life kind of unfold in front of you I feel like that's the same as being in the flow state and surrendering to the path that's being created around you we so much is always you know happening for us and around us and sometimes we just need to open our eyes to see what's there what's possible so I would highly recommend that book um and this leads me into the final topic kind of wrap up of this podcast episode is your north star you know we're all actually made out of the same stuff as stars and that's kind of how we came here we are connected to the stars we are connected to each other there is this oneness there is this unity um and we are the same we are made up the building blocks of our Uh, bodies are made up of the same material as stars and that is such a beautiful thing to remember that we come from these like things that we marvel at and we gaze up at and just have this sense of awe we're connected to that so um, finding your north star and you know this is really important when we have so many choices in a sea of um, so much distractions I find that when you have your north star or a mission or maybe many north stars it's easier to gain clarity it's easier to continue on a path when you are inspired and lit up by life and kind of have that north star direction and a lot of that has to do with doing what you love now so what is it that you love to do maybe you're still trying to figure out your north star for me it always shifts and changes um and really if you're reading michael singer's work it goes down it comes down to 
it's all within right your north star is your is your soul is your inner world and it's the universe just unfolding the north star is always there but you don't even have to know how to get there or the path because it's always continuously unfolding in front of you and you just need to be open and allow and you know not have preference and find that joy and love now so what are the things that light you up what do you love to do if you weren't going to make any money from your pursuit would you still do it what are the things that you're like looking at all the time and searching online and um, maybe watching other people's lives and just feeling like oh I wish I could do that all of those things are clues to your north star you came here with specific gifts and beautiful offerings that you can just naturally do and it's all shown to you through your the things that you love so don't base your decisions on money even though it is important to create abundance in your life to continue this you know expansive journey and it's great to have that um but do everything from your happiness and your joy and what lights you up first and that's going to lead you down a way more abundant path than anything else and maybe you have many north stars i feel like i have many so let's get clear so that we can manifest and be guided to our north star so um when we're wanting to create more in our life and follow a path and just find that thing that excites us what is what is it that we're really looking for we're just looking for happiness we're looking for meaning we're looking for inspiration we're looking for joy and the amazing thing is is that already exists that can already be created so as much as it is as it is amazing and beautiful to have a mission and to have a north star um it's also this incredible knowing that you can feel all of those things that you would get from accomplishing all of your goals right here right now and that's the true north star that's what everything comes down to and we have the ability to open ourselves and open our hearts to feel that in this moment right now now it's not to say that you're not going to um try to go for things and experience different aspects of life and finish a project like i'm obviously going to continue working towards my films and my scripts because it brings me joy and happiness and I want to feel like I want to have those feelings of what it would be like to go out and make them and I want to have those experiences and I want you know my humanness wants to experience that or I want to travel to certain places because my humanness wants to experience that so it's all beautiful but in this moment right now before I arrive at that destination my north star already exists and it's within me and it's not attached to any physical external validation 
it comes from the joy and the happiness that I can have within myself and have in the be here now moment and have in the immense joy that you get from just allowing life to show you its beauty and be in awe of what is around you and it's a really beautiful way to be so I yeah I think that that's everything that I want to share on today's episode of the podcast and if you are still you know wanting to know your north star your dharma your mission I would say go and try to do more meditations um, write down everything that you love continue to follow the things that light you up and that is the clues that's going to lead you to the north star and try a big thing that I've been doing recently is um because I can get caught up in the indecision I'll just I'll go out and try something and be willing to have it not work out and be okay with it but then move on to the next and move on to the next and not letting me myself get wrapped up in the time of trying to decide what to do next but just trying something going out there and trying it just like when I started the podcast I just started doing it and trying it and then trying new things and trying new ways to go about it so those are all beautiful ways to find your north star and to find your internal happiness which already exists in this moment right now in the be here now so I hope you have a really beautiful day and you're enjoying the middle of this winter season and finding the gratitude and the moments of stillness and the groundedness that nature provides us right now, right here. Um, check out the work of Michael Singer. I think he is really profound. Eckhart Tolle, they're all, you know, saying a lot of the same things of, you know, the, the now is really the seed of joy and the now has the potential for so much abundance and miracles and beauty and guess what we can be in the now right now and find all of that happiness and love right now so yeah um i'll hang out with you guys again next week in my valentine's episode <laughs> it's gonna be a really beautiful one i'm excited about that and to share that story um it's been a long time coming I will say that and I'm really happy to share all of that with you. If you have other ideas for podcast episodes or guests, please email me uh, or check out the website and yeah, I just hope you're having a really beautiful day. Go, go hang out with nature and see what symbols and synchronicities show up and I hope you're all just looking out at the stars and finding your North Star.